let's take a Bible pause with Pastor William. The point is that when you die, your spirit either goes to be with Christ or goes into hell. And for the false prophets who have populated the ages, they have gone into hell, they have suffered there for who knows how long, and when they come out of hell, they stand before the Lord and they say, you're wrong about me. I was a good church member. I believed in you. I gave money. I owned a Bible. Lord, I even went to church on Easter and Christmas. God, what horrible, tragic words go away. I don't know you. point is that these people, the false, the true, the real false prophet is so convinced that he's a true spokesman for God that even after death and even after suffering in hell, he stands before the creator of the universe and says, you're wrong. Now let me read this passage. Luke chapter 16, the rich man and Lazarus. Let me give you the background. The story is about a rich man who lived sumptuously, wore purple. He was the epitome of social standing. And outside his gate was a beggar who had nothing and was sick. And, and notice the scripture, notice the ignominy, notice the dehumanizing. The man lay at the rich, Lazarus lay at the rich man's gate and the dogs licked his sores. Now remember what we talked about several weeks ago. The dogs are not the pets that you think of. They are mangy, ugly, stinking, flea-bitten, disease-bearing beasts. They're licking the wounds of this man. It is the, it is, it is the most horrific thing you can imagine. There we come to the story. The poor man died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's side. Uh, the rich man also died and was buried. Note the contrast. There's no mention of Lazarus' burial. And in that culture, an unclean body, they took it to the to the to the Valley of Hinnom, which is an area outside of Jerusalem where they burned the trash. In all probability, somebody carried the beg this beggar's body and threw it on the trash heap, and it got burned up like all the other dead carcasses. Absolutely no respect at all. Poor man died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's side, and the rich man also died and was buried, and in Hades, or hell, the Greek word is Hades. That's the actual Greek word, but it means the underworld, the place of the departed. And so we equate it with hell. He also died and was buried. And in hell, or Hades, being in torment, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus by his side. Now this is where we draw our... This is where we draw many of the Scriptural conclusions that once you're dead, your fate is settled. And he, the rich man, called out, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. And send Lazarus, 
that he may dip his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am anguished in this one. Now please notice that the attitude of the rich man to Lazarus did not change. He ignored him in life when he had more than enough power to help him. And in death, he marginalizes him still and asks that he be sent from a place of comfort into a place of torment to satisfy the rich man's needs. In this story, there's not one mention of the rich man saying, whoops, I missed it. I made a mistake. I should have done things differently. There's no admission of guilt. There's no acknowledgement that he's ever done anything against God or anyone else, including Lazarus. And he says, send Lazarus to wait on me. This person that I dehumanized 50 feet from my door, send him over here so I can dehumanize him some more. You see that the rich man, despite being in a place of torment, has had no change of heart. This is why I say to you, these false prophets that Jesus is talking about in verse 22. They're so far gone. They are so entrenched in their deception. They can't even acknowledge after death and suffering. They're Beware. False prophets. Father, thank you for this day, for this word. Oh God, please grant that we might continue to grow in your Be sure to like and share this with your friends, and be sure to subscribe to our channel. Thanks for listening.